You're now listening to the world famous Change Your Mind. Change Your Mind. Change Your Life. Change Your Life. Podcast. Broadcasting worldwide with your host, Robert Paisola. Ladies and gentlemen, give way for Robert Paisola. Broadcasting on 107.1 on the Man Cave Podcasting Network and beaming worldwide on the SpectaVision Satellite Radio Network live from Las Vegas. Today's episode is brought to you by Mercedes-Benz, featuring sleek luxury and pure elegance. Visit your local Mercedes-Benz dealer today and take advantage of exceptional deals for 2022. Bringing you the top news and guests from around the globe on finance, credit, life, or just how to fix that dent in your pocketbook from COVID-19. It's Robert Paisola. Good afternoon, everybody. It's Rob Paisola here in Los Angeles. Uh, Today, we're looking at the markets, and it is Friday, May 13th, 2022. It's uh, 1 o'clock back east. It's 10 10 o'clock here, uh, 10, 12, and we're watching the NASDAQ. Right now, the NASDAQ is up uh, 424 points, which is actually good, so we're... uh, we're like we're we're getting a little bit of the game back. We've gone through some very very difficult days, um, but Elon Musk in the middle of the night last night uh, announced that he was going to put his deal with uh, Twitter on hold. And uh, naturally, I got that one when it came out, and I was like, "Well, uh, three hours ago, he says he was going to put the deal on pause." Uh, I'm watching Bloomberg right now, and as we see on Bloomberg, Bloomberg is saying that uh, his $44 uh, billion dollar takeover is still on, and he's committed, but he wants to make sure that the, uh, there's more detail on fake accounts. So on Twitter, I guess there are aged accounts and fake accounts, and uh, he's probably paying per you know per account, and that's the valuation that they came up with, obviously. That's the way to do it. However, uh, CNBC is saying this morning that a lot of the people inside Twitter are completely, they're leaving the company. Uh, there's also a hiring freeze at Twitter. They're not hiring right now. And uh, these things are interesting. The reason I even bring these up is because <clears throat> the markets have been up and down completely in chaos in the past few days. And uh, as, as I, I, uh, we discussed last last week on Friday, I believe, the, the markets have been artificially lifted by the Federal Reserve. And the Federal Reserve has put a lot of money in since the beginning of the pandemic into our into our uh, into the uh, financial side of the market, uh, kind of propping it up, if you will. Um, and a lot of people are making money right now. For instance, Twitter right now, as of well, as of a couple hours ago, there's 136 million profit for people that um, did, that, sh- that shorted Twitter. So, I mean, it's it's really a game. I'm seeing, and, and we're in the middle of it. We are playing in it in some ways. Um, Bitcoin, where are we at on Bitcoin? Bitcoin uh, was, it's, it's, it's a crazy, crazy asset. We own uh, quite a bit of it. Um, however, uh, with Bitcoin, uh, the money, this, the, 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 this, the, the amount of dollar uh, movement is very, 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 very high. So you have to be able to take the risks. So if you buy in, make sure you, you know, wherever you're buying in. Um, I did a show yesterday and I said, it was actually it was reported a week ago. 
and then I went live, and it's actually on this uh, on this platform now. Uh, but we said buy anything at uh, thirty thousand dollars and below, or thirty thousand uh, dollars and below, that you're going to be fine uh, picking up. Uh, you, there's not really going to be a way to lose money on that. Um, that probably is true. I wish I could have gone back and edited that because I'm really not sure. Um, but what's happening is the EBT returns on crypto are dismal. However, people are still buying buying it, and uh, it's it's. Uh, it's a $270 billion meltdown. So you have to realize there's $270 billion that has been pulled out of the uh, Bitcoin, um, out of the Bitcoin profit. So, uh, you know, if you're holding it, um, we'll see that right now, I just, this just came through, guys. Uh, MicroStrategy, which is very, very uh, heavy on Bitcoin. Uh, Bitcoin bench hasn't blown up, but pressure rises. Uh, Bitcoin under 26,000 puts pressures. They're saying twenty six thousand. I said thirty thousand. Uh, so you know that's that's a very micro strategy. If you look at that, um, you know you really have to take a look at what uh, what they're doing. They're, they're holding a lot of the property. They're holding a lot of the property of the of of, of, of Bitcoin. Um, right now, there is a sell off in the market. However, again, it's being propped up. And if any of you are actual analysts or are following this today i'd like to talk to you just uh simply come up and ask to join uh it's this is different than the type of show we usually do it's a different than the type of communication we have but anytime i see something that uh benefits uh my my coaches my uh investors my uh fund leaders uh you know it's obviously something that i want to want to discuss uh so right now we're in the middle of the trading day uh grayscale's get bit grayscale uh, their Bitcoin fund hit a record discount after the SEC meeting. So that was done an hour ago. Uh, so the SEC had a meeting, and we're still trying to watch what's happening. MicroStrategy and their people, man, they're 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 saying bye bye bye. Obviously, um, but you know we're still two hundred seventy billion dollars down of, of dollar value over uh, over just a few weeks. Uh, the S and P five hundred is up about a hundred right now. The Russell 200, uh, 2000 is up about 60. So it looks like we're uh, we're okay as far as where the markets are at right now. But guys, if you take a look and you go back and you look at the past, say, 10 days of, of trading and you look at what we've been able to see, you're going to notice that there's been uh, tremendous, uh, there's been tremendous losses of 1,000 point plus days. Um, so whenever I'm looking at this, uh, hold on a second, gold, okay, gold's at 1,811. We're very pro-gold. We've I'm pro gold, pro um, uh, pro silver, and uh, obviously Brent future the, the the oil. We're back at 111 now. Man, I just wish I would have bought a, a tremendous amount when it was 56. Um, you know, but uh, it, with all of this happening, um, and and still there's a question, guys, about what the Fed is willing to do because of the inflation. Right now, there's tremendous, tremendous, tremendous pressure on the White House and on Congress to act, to do something to clear up this uh, inflationary issue. Um, what they're doing is uh, they're, they're trying hard to keep things moving. However, you know, as, I, as I've told you guys before, you know, there comes a time when you know, the, 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 the rubber band can only be pulled so far. You can only extract a certain amount of money out of people before you know, the rubber band is, is broken, that they can't handle it. And uh, you know, this is happening now all over the world. 
actually uh, with with this rent uh, rent increase. I mean, you got you got to realize, guys, and I'm sure in your areas, whatever areas you're in right now, uh, whether it's Las Vegas, New York, Los Angeles, Baltimore, wherever it's at, you're noticing that people are getting notices on their door that say, you know, uh, there was one complex that I believe it was in Atlanta this morning that had 55 uh, units that were tagged and said, okay, you need to be out in 10 days. So, so what do you do um, when it comes down to that? Um, a lot of people are saying that, you know, hey, um, I'm waiting for my government funding to come back and cover, you know, I, owe, I got my owe $7,000, $8,000, $9,000, but I'm waiting for my case to be reviewed. And uh, that's something that has been an ongoing crisis. We've dealt it with, with that out at Western Capital uh, for a long, long time. And ever since that, that, that program came out, it has been handled as disruptive as you can imagine. Uh, there's so much money. There was so much money. I don't know where it's at now, but the states did not uh, did not do anything to uh, to to ex- expedite that money to get it to landlords. So now you've got a lot of people. So, uh, guys, me waiting. Give me, a second, give me one second here, real quick. Um, uh, and I think that there's a lot of people that are are trying to figure out what they're going to do. Now you and I all know. We all we all know. Okay, we got a couple guests waiting. I used to figure this out, but I'll, let's just push the button. There we go. There we are. Okay, we got Ted. Okay, yeah, take Ted. Okay, uh, Ted, and we got Richard. You enjoy the sound of life. Okay, give me one second, Ted. We'll bring you right up. Okay, um, guys, it, it, it's a crisis right now. Whenever you take a look at what's going on with uh, with the housing market, what are these people supposed to do? I mean, the last time I checked, the rates, uh, the, the the pay rates are, have not gone up. Let's take a look at what my friends have to say. Hey, Ted, uh, welcome. Uh, this is Rob Pizzola. I'm the CEO and president of Western Capital International. Today we're discussing the market right now. It's about one something in New York. And uh, welcome to the stage right now, Ted. It's a pleasure to meet you, Robert. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm curious about the all-time ratio between silver and gold. And it seems like silver's at an extremely low price right now. And I was wondering what would bring it up to where it's supposed to be. And that's that's my question right now. All right, let me let me just do a do a search. Let me get you guys a spot price on silver right now. And the silver spot is twenty one twenty six. And we're still buying at that. So uh, right now, as of today, it's down a dollar thirty-four. But if you look at the historicals, even back to May 9th, you're looking at uh, twenty, almost twenty-three, right? So yeah. there's, there's, you know, we're dealing in this market right now, Ted. Where um, I think that. The, there's a, there's people who are holding a lot of assets where they you know they, they, they log into their fidelity account and they're like wow you know I've got two million dollars and all of a sudden they logged in today and they found out they had a million too you know so where's the eight hundred thousand well it's it, it's it's in the va- it's in the atmosphere it's vaporized yeah um, I, I don't really think that there's going to be any problem with uh, long term hold on gold or silver um, I'm I've been always I've always been positive on crypto. But, you know, crypto, crypto is a weird thing. You got a lot of kids involved in that right now. You know, um, I think, Ted, that, you know, it, in, at the end of the day, I think your silver is going to be absolutely incredibly worth, worth a lot of money. 
Yeah. So that's why we're, we're continuing to buy. Do you own Silver Tent? I don't. I don't okay. have any. I, I'm I'm a poor man. I, I I'm a street okay. preacher. So uh, oh, okay. I, I just I want to surround myself with people that you know know of a, a good direction and. I would hold off on crypto myself. I would hold on yeah. to solid, solid assets. And, and you know what? That, that's a good. That's a great point because you know a lot of a lot of the analysts are saying if you can't hold it, you don't own it. Um, so yeah. you know, for my advice to you, number one, just follow me on all my platforms. I only go live whenever I have something that's truly valuable to present. We're not just sitting here talking about you know the world. You know. Um, yeah. but what we talked about is very, uh, educational and it's financially beneficial because we're getting everything from the major markets and we're just, you know, bringing it down, bringing it back to this, this platform. So I appreciate you, my friend. Is there anything you wanted to talk about while you're here or anything you wanted to discuss besides, uh, silver? No, this was a perfect time. Thank you. Okay. You bet. You bet my friend. No problem. Have a great day, Ted. Thank All right. You. God bless. You bet. Guys, uh, as I said, and when, when Ted was in the room, is uh, is is uh, if you don't, if you can't hold it, you don't own it. I guess uh, let's 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 think about what that means, my friends. Um, what that means is uh, is you've got gold, you've got silver, okay. Uh, you've also got real estate. Now, real estate is something I'd love to talk to you guys about. It's a it's a crazy game right now, and uh, I made some predictions yesterday on NBC. And I have to be really careful about what I say because, man, it, things are all over the map right now. But you know what? I, I think I'd rather have real estate than than, than sitting on uh, something. You know, these like like hedging the market right now. This market's so messed up, man. It is so messed up with the way it's been manipulated by the Fed. So let's take a look. We got uh, we got Jason here. Jason, come on up, buddy. Yeah, and uh, the markets are the markets are 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 unpredictable right now. Hey, Jason, how you doing, buddy? Hey, TJITD. Thank God it's a second. How's it going? Oh, you know it, man. I know it. How you been? I've been watching, <laughs> been watching your shows. I'm good. I, ret I retired. I just, just retired. Listen, uh, I studied economics, okay? Management economics at the University of Toronto. Okay. Graduated just distinction in 2001. Mm -hmm. When I was working at Microsoft 88 and 89, and I understood the history, how Richard Nixon took us off the gold standard, well, the U.S. off the gold standard, right? I yes. decided not to put my faith in um, the market or in even the U.S. dollar. You understand that the U.S. dollar is way, way, way over, over. The, you know, we're not even going to answer. You probably understand this, right? Well, so I, then, I, I, I think you you understand. You know, when it when it took it took us to a fiat currency, and I don't want to get yes. into all that because of the law. We won't get into it. So let's talk about with, right with, now. with our with our with our listeners because it's just kind of very high end stuff. But the bottom line, my friends, is this: um, the dollar used to be, and, and for those of you that don't know, the dollar used to be backed by gold. So if you had a hundred dollar bill, you had a hundred dollars of the gold backing it. Now that we're off the gold standard, you don't have that. And I think that's exactly what Jason's talking about. So that's that's just a general, real small. Uh, point of point authority as to what he's trying to say. Go ahead, Jason. I'm more along Warren Buffett's line of, line of thinking. Like, if you don't know a lot about the directors of the company and understand the the financials of the company, you're just gambling. Okay, so I do, I'm opposed to gambling. I'm an I'm a Christian, right? I don't believe sure. in gambling. Okay, so I believe I could invest. Look, I worked at Microsoft. I have no problem with wealth. 
okay? What I have a problem with is gambling, okay? So that's why I'm not invested in crypto. I'm not going to invest in anything I don't understand. That's my principle. All right, well, let's, 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 think, let's think about what you just said. Warren Buffett did make that statement um, that if you don't know who the directors are, you are just basically gambling. And he made it at his annual uh, Berkshire Hathaway uh, meeting uh, with him and his associate. And there's a lot of truth to that if you think about that, guys, because uh, th- these companies, it used to be, remember guys back in the day when you had a 30-year watch at a company? I mean, that's that's the kind of stuff that's over. And it used to be that it used to be that the stock market, you know, was just one of those things that just continued to move and nobody watched it. Now, watching, you know, watching crypto and watching the, the returns on that and watching everything else, I mean, it's just up and down all over the place. What do you think, Jay? You're right. And the thing is, right, now you can see how things went before and there were ups and downs. Now there's variables that we didn't have before. The social media internet, okay? So th- uh, that's something that is a variable and the, the, the global economy, it's a little bit different now because now you can create a currency out of nothing so easily. Now, there, there were anything can be a currency. This is what people don't understand. I decided that domains are going to be my currency, but this is what I think people should, should do. Okay. They should invest in themselves first and then their own shares of their own company. This is why. This wow. is what Gates did. Okay, now, now you know I'm going to hold you to this because if you're going to do this, you have to show, you have to be very succinct and clear as to explain to our listeners, you know, because this is syndicated around the world. Uh, you need to listen to our tell our listeners exactly how they're going to invest in themselves, because they're at their nine to five. They're trying to figure out where they want to go, and all they see is all this drama. And some guy named Elon Musk is up, you know, picking up Twitter. So we have to give them a direct line by line play on how to do it. Go okay, ahead. I'll give you my seven steps, but this is not an advice. This is not financial advice. I'm Absolutely, an advisor. Give that disclaimer, okay? Just like no, the, no the problem. Should, Right, it's just not something because whatever. Like obviously, I do what I believe is right. I started my own company, right, and I started multiple companies because that's what I believe in. That's what I saw. I trained at Microsoft. Okay, so you're a tech. You're a tech. You're a tech. You're a tech guy, right? I'm a life strategist. I'm an already in Minnesota. Okay, so I'm a life. Oh, so 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 scholarship coach. Gotcha. Scholarship coach. Okay, but I do websites. I have domains. I started my first web design company with a partner. Right. With a with a in grade in, in, in grade twelve, I think, right? I, we just teamed up. We just did web design, right? So the thing is, I started investing in domains after I left Microsoft. After I finished my co-op term in nineteen ninety nine, I was a co-op at Microsoft Canada. Okay, so this is how it is. But this is what I'll just say the universal seven steps that I that I've developed. So basically, you begin with the end in mind. One of the seven habits of highly effective people, right? Mm-hmm. So just whatever you want to do, even if you want to go to Mars or whatever, it's like, okay, well, what do I have to do? I have to learn about how to build spaceships, right? So you figure out how you want your resume to look when you're 120. So you don't have limited thinking, right? I called it a target resume. So I wrote my target resume in university studying management economics in 1999. Okay. The idea blew my mind, right? Literally, right? But I said, okay, but the end of my life, I don't want to have any expenses, right? And then mm-hmm. I said, I want to be free. Okay, so you have to start off with what your goal is, right? And then you have one sheet of paper. You, you put it up into four quartiles, blank paper. You say on the left, you put the things you love to do. On the right, you put the things you don't love to do. On the bottom right, left, you put the stuff you're really good at. And the bottom right, you put the stuff you're not good at. Okay, that's how you decide what you actually want to do. 
And then you decide after you look at it. Now, chances are, like, I like to, for me, the right side, the stuff that I, well, uh, the stuff that I like to do, I'll put on the right side because it's the right stuff, right? I right. really love to preach. I love to teach. I love to read. I love to learn. I love to actually listen to books. So I listen to like a hundred books after I, my, my, after I had to sell my house in 2010 and pay off the debts for trying sure. to a nonprofit. Okay. Cause I made it a nonprofit. I had a nonprofit mindset. I was scared of having money. Right. Cause I see money does some things, but I think it just amplifies whatever kind of person you are. If you're really not diligent, that's why when people win the lottery after on average, after two years, they're broke. Because they don't know how to grow money, right? Bill Gates said that he wasn't going to just give all of his money to his kids because that amount of money, you could buy planes and just go crazy and, you know, attack companies and stuff like that. It's, it's not healthy. If you learn how to grow money slowly, like like Dave Ramsey says, like, then fine. And I don't, I'm not saying that you can't have real estate unless you buy it cash, okay? Because I dated somebody that wanted to buy your house cash and I didn't have time for that. And it took me until 45 to retire. Right. right, but if it, that was when we were like in our thirties, and I, 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 I believe in buying a house with a mortgage, right? And I believe in sometimes borrowing for education. There is good debt, but buying stock just because it's going up is not good debt. Buying a thing on margin just because it's going up and you don't even know what it is, so somebody create create a currency out of nothing, and then just one person can make one decision and make the thing flop. That is not. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's a great that's a great point because we talked about that one person that you mentioned. You know, one person, uh, one person has the ability to do that, and that's why I think Warren Buffett said, "If you don't know who's on the board, you're kind of you know you're you're going blind." And that's true. I mean, in in many many ways. So I agree with you on that. That's not you. Then you don't have any control. The thing is, people be people are happy when they have freedom and control. Right, so you don't have any control when you're just gambling. That's why it's not good to gamble. Look, we went. I've gone to casinos. I, I went. Look, I remember we went on trips. I, I was flown to Vancouver, Edmonton, Calgary, um, Ottawa, Halifax. When I was a co-op, I was just like about. Well, see, it was 1998, so I was like uh, 21, right? So I was flying with the people at Microsoft. It was one of the richest companies at the time. One of the richest software right. companies. And we we we, had, we could go out to the casino, I just go and watch, but I walk out, I wouldn't even gamble. I know we even played the lottery with $1. We have loonies, I don't gamble. I principle is a principle. With the principle, you'll, invinci- you'll be invincible. So here's what I, I say, target resume, you begin with the end in mind, right? So you put on, okay, if you want to be president of three companies, you put it on. If you want to be president of one company, you put it on. Now you won't know the name and the details at first, but you think, okay, 120, what's the vision? And then you work your way well, back. Bill Gates has a quote. Right, I used to work for him. His company, right? No, no, I wasn't his assistant, okay? But I was a co-op. I was, man, I was a marketing associate, right? And sure. But we're in charge of one of the buses. But this is the point, right? Um, most of us overestimate what we can do in one year and underestimate what we can do in 10 years. A lot of times it'll take you longer than you think. So if you only do in the year plan, right, then if something happens, a pandemic, then all of a sudden, oh, throws off your whole year plan. But if you plan 10 years, there could be three pandemics and you have time to recover. And Bill Gates warned us. And again, right? And I'm not I'm not worshiping him or saying anything bad about him, right? He's just a person, okay? People have their flaws and nobody's perfect except I believe Jesus, but we won't get into religion. So right. this is the point, right? So the thing is, he's he's telling us what we have to do to stop from the last pandemic. I don't think he caused it. People just don't understand things. It's important to read books, right? Like uh, Think and Grow Rich, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Law of Success. Listen, the problem is people want to be rich 
more than they want to be successful. Napoleon Hill wrote two great books that I've read. Okay, let me let me stop you there, Jason. Okay. People, you said people want to be rich versus successful. So you understand there's a difference between being rich and successful. Big yeah, difference. Harriet Tubman was successful at freeing slaves and came to Canada, right? You said, no, but, so they, let's explain what. Let's explain the difference. So everybody understands the difference between the two because it's very, very, it's huge. Okay, I could be successful at doing things for free, but that doesn't mean I'm rich, right? Yeah. You could be rich, right? But it doesn't mean you're successful. What if you're rich and what you do, like maybe Hitler was rich, I don't care. Right. Like example? Yes. Okay, so you could have the most land, but if you if you are killing people, who cares? Right, and that, and that's a great that's a great point. So so we we have to also realize, and and as I teach coaches and mentors, that every individual that we deal with is going to have a different idea of what success is. Okay, so no matter what your def definition of success is, success might be having a certain dollar amount. It might be something uh, financially that you're looking for. It might be having two jets instead of one. It, it, it gets it gets crazy as you, as you do with clients, right? Sure. Mine is having no expenses, but everybody's got a different thing. But the thing is, you have to say, okay, what's it for you? But it's the success, the progressive realization of a predetermined goal. So if somebody's goal is to be a trillionaire, fine. You, you, you might take a long time to be successful, but you know what? I'm not saying anything's wrong with that if your goal is to be a trillionaire. But now we got kids, because of the society, their culture, and they, the culture thinks money makes the world go round. We've got kids, somebody was saying, uh, you know, and he, he knows, uh, I think he grew up with Les Brown. He said that he, there was a kid on Clubhouse, and he said he wants to be a trillionaire. And the, he said, right, he was like, I don't know, like 19. And he said, do you know how many zeros? I actually, I think he was younger. He said, do you know how many zeros are in that? He said, uh, 29. <laughs> right. <laughs> Look, right. why would you want to be worth, have a net worth higher than Apple? Just one right. person. Right, I wouldn't want that pressure. <laughs> Look, no. and then you walk down the street. No, you know, you Jason, like Jason, 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 you've got that. You've got that down to a science because there's a lot of people right now that are that, that'll throw out things like that. Rob, I want to be a credit millionaire. I want to be a, tra a trainer. I mean, come on, guys, let's let's be absolutely real. You have to you have to have like you said, you have to have a goal and then retroactively go back and achieve the goal based on what you want. So figure out what you want with your desires. First, and then once you do that, then it's 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 your own world. Um, why? You know, so it's so simple. That's why it's the next book. Why do you want to be a trillionaire? Yeah. Do you think that's better? That you think you're going to have peace when you walk down the street when you have to have an army defending you? So yeah. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll say I'll say this, Jason, of what you said uh, just recently. I think that what you said about having no debt, no debt, is absolutely a powerful, powerful position to be in. Okay, I think you're absolutely in a very powerful position when you don't have a lot of debt or when you can simply sit in your house, uh, do what you do and not have to worry about paying the bills. That's that's a powerful position, I think. And I think that a lot of people would, at this point would just love to have that. And it's Mental Health Awareness Month. Listen, there's a reason why Vicky said more money, more problems. Now, I'm not saying money automatically. Money expands whatever your problems are. So, look, if you're unfaithful, then you're really unfaithful with billions of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and for anybody to just spout out, I want to be a billionaire or a trillionaire, I mean, that makes no sense. I mean, you have to have some basis for that. I mean, Gates himself and, I mean, look at look at Musk. All, all, they're not even there yet. So for a kid 19 years old, I mean, I, it scares the hell out of me, Jason. 
what's going on with these kids and as far as what their belief is and they're gonna you know they're gonna become TikTok millionaires for instance um you know and they want to go viral and they believe it they they believe it they believe it look if you like dancing right and they're googling go how to go viral look i was doing before google yahoo i was doing research back in when i was a co-op in 1998 right but i never researched how to stop working after one minute have seven streams of revenue if you like what you're doing why do you want to stop working after one minute and have the thing go viral and then you have to change the revenue? If you love what you're doing, then you can do it for the rest of your life. That's why I say you'll start, you'll bleed, begin with the end of the mind, figure out what your purpose is, and then start your own company. That's what that's what these people did. That's what Zuckerberg did. That's what Bill Gates did. That's what Steve Jobs did, right? And then I think he had to go and he came back because it was him. It's you. That's my message. It's whatever that person's gift is. You got it. And and that's that's if you invest that, in yourself, that's... it doesn't matter if other yeah. people the, the stock market goes, I'm trying to stop people from throwing themselves off a building yes. the depression. Wow. wow, we talked and about that. Yeah. That's happening. And that's why yeah. relationships are dying. Have a nice day. Thanks for having Thank me. Thank you, Jason. Thank you. Um guys, uh, what a what a what a great what a great speaker. What a great understanding. Um of, of where we're truly at. His comment is I'm, I'm trying to keep you from jumping off buildings. Uh, that's That's real at this point. Uh, let's do a market update right now. It's uh, Friday, May 13th, 2020. Uh, this is being syndicated for replay around the world. It's now 1040 in Los Angeles, which would be 140 in New York. Let's take a look at the Nikkei. The Nikkei is up $678. Shanghai is up $29. Uh, up 0.96 percent. The S and P 500 is up 0.9, up 92 dollars. Uh, that's 2.36 percent. The Russell 2000 is 58 dollars up. The dollar spot index is down uh, to a dollar 4.49. Um, we're going to get a current rate here on gold. Um, European to dollar is obviously 104. That's kind of hanging in there. Uh, okay, there, there's my gold again. So right now my gold is sitting on 1809.55. We're down 12.27. Don't let that worry you guys uh, because there's things that you need to, that, 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 are, that are sure things. The gold and silver, I think, are two, two sure bets. Um, as far as, uh, I don't know what, let me take a look what we're at. Alexa, what is Bitcoin at right now? All right, thirty. Okay, so we're at thirty thousand two hundred dollars. So we're we're above the thirty thousand threshold. As I said, that uh, some some analysts have already called twenty eight thousand dollar time. I have a great friend who's uh, waiting in line. It's Mojo. Mojo, it's it's so good to see you, my friend. I sent you a message this morning on uh, online on uh, on LinkedIn, guys. If you're not following me, follow me on all the different platforms uh, because that's we will talk to you. We work with you. And as I told you guys before, we do not just come up here and talk. We bring value to everything. Good morning, Mojo. How are you, my friend? Robert, it's so good to talk to you, my buddy. Oh, it's been crazy. It has been crazy. I uh, trying to trying to deal with the markets the way they are, and and dealing with what I do normally. You know, we, we, I was on a, I was on an NBC show yesterday, and it's just it's been crazy. It's been nuts. How have you been, my friend? Well, I, like as I like to say, if I was any better, man, I'd get arrested. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Well, so I, here, I get... here's here's something really funny, Robert. Go, right? So you're yeah. You're go go all ahead. The, you're, given all the market numbers and all the status of the, the different things. And you, do you know what I hear? Uh-huh. And do you know why I don't worry about any of that? 
Why? Last. Because I don't have any money in the market. <laughs> do you have a do you have a do you have a four hundred one k? Uh, I have a 403B, which is basically the same thing for a nonprofit. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so what happens is, is, is this is what, this is where the kind of calls I get all the time. Rob, yeah. um, I, I'll, I have a lot of money at Fidelity and all of a sudden I just keep refreshing and all of a sudden I've lost $800,000 over the past two weeks. So what do I do? <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That, that's, that's, that's not really understanding the market, but that, that's realizing where their, where their money's at and what's sure. happened to it. Yeah, no. that's where their pain so, point is, right? That's their yeah, pain point. and that, and that, and that is a pain point. That is a pain point, yeah. and I don't have an answer for that. So as I'm discussing, as I'm discussing some of these specifics, I'm doing it because I want to make sure that everybody understands that 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 your portfolio or whatever you have is ba- is based on you know what your holdings are. If you actually hold stock, if you actually hold certain stocks, if you actually hold stuff on the S and P 500, if you actually if you if you are building wealth. Then you'll be able to tell at any moment, and I, I tell this to people all the time. If you if you're building wealth and you can't get within a ten minutes exactly where you're at financially, then you need to find somebody else to take care of your money. So absolutely, you know that's so that, me, that's important clear. in my in my opinion. Go ahead, Majo. I, I agree hundred percent. And let me clarify what I meant by what I just said. And it's that so I, this was not a, in any way. I wasn't trying to take a position saying that this is the right thing to do, or that I'm bragging, or that you know this is what anybody else should do. The reason I don't have any money is in the stock market is because I don't have any money. But I'm saying to myself and I'm saying to you, Robert, my friend, that I should not be 56 years old and say publicly, I don't worry about the market because I don't have any money invested because that's not good stewardship. And I've right. been entrusted with resource. Ooh, I love this one. Uh, let, he's on pause, guys. <laughs> What he said my, is he he's my, he's interested with the stewardship. Okay, we, we lost you there for a second. Yeah, yeah. But come so back. My, my phone I know rang. I, I know I know where you're going with this. This is very yeah. very important. Go ahead, sir. So my my phone rang. But what I'm what I'm trying to say is each of us, regardless of the bottom line in our bank account, are entrusted with a certain amount of resources. It's energy. It's intelligence. It's empathy. It's compassion. Yes. It's also money. Money is a resource. It's a tool. It's not the end, but it's a great means to the end if you want to serve yourself or you want to serve somebody else. And so what I'm saying to you, Robert, as as a person who understands all that stuff that you just said and has immersed yourself in it and become really a master of numbers and, and products and all that kind of stuff, is you are challenging me in a really good way to say, okay, Joe, don't wear it as a badge of honor that you haven't saved any money. You don't have a 401k. You're not in the market. Don't paint it like this happy, happy picture that you don't have to worry about money. Because the truth is, every month, I do worry about paying the mortgage and providing for my family. And I want to give to people whose, whose organizations I agree with so, and so, I believe So, Joe, in. Joe, Joe, let me yep. ask you a question. Yep. Is sure. there anything wrong with that? And I, I, I don't think you could say yes. Is there anything wrong with, with having that, uh, that worry about, you know, hey, I got to take care of my family. It's not just me living on a beach, kicking it up with uh, going, to the, going to the bars every night. Do you get what no, I'm saying? Absolutely not. No. So again, this goes back to my stewardship point is that we all are entrusted with so many things, including money. And whether we have a lot of money or a little, we have a lot of energy or a little, we have a lot of compassion or a little, or we have a big family or small one. We all have Mm -hmm. the responsibility of how are we going to choose to invest and or spend our resources? Are we going to be givers? Are we going to be takers? Are we going to be investors in, in the best sense of investing? Or are we going to be hoarders, right? And so it yes. doesn't matter to me whether we're talking about dollars or not. That's really important. 
and I'm not downplaying that at all, but I'm saying it, what you also said, what you also said is you mentioned the word energy and energy exchange. Yes, I mean, exactly. your, your, your value, uh, you, we might be talking to somebody right now that's on the other side of the world that's listening to this and thinking they're thinking of ending everything because they believe that, yes. you know, they have, have a stack of money and right. they just realize they just heard from you. Wait a second. Stop, drop, and roll. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's, exactly. That, that's power because you have the you have the ability to communicate. Communication is power, and it's actually a strong currency, which is probably worth more than more than money, in my opinion. Um, so yeah, yeah and, absolutely. And and as you and I both know, Robert, comparison is the thief of joy. That was Franklin Delano Roosevelt's quotes, uh, but it's so true. Because yeah. if I compare whatever resources I have, including money, to what you have or anybody else has, one of two outcomes happens: either I get proud because I have more, or I get feel worthless because I have less. No, that's a lose-lose proposition. The only, person, the only person I need to compare myself to or I must compare myself to is me. Am I growing from where I was yesterday, intellectually, emotionally, spiritually, financially? Am I shoring up those things? Am I investing? Am I giving? Doing all the things that represent who I am. So, 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 I be, Joe, so, so Joe, yep. what you're saying is you're putting one step ahead of the other and as long as you're moving forward and whatever that means in your world or your in your nexus that's magical and that's success you yeah. see so many people so many people joe don't understand that isn't that right. isn't that weird they just don't yep. get what, you, what you're saying and that's so yep. powerful because that's 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 the that's the nexus of what we teach but you know and, and here's the confusion i think and, and it's been my confusion along the way like i got this wrong much of my life is that two things one we think that progress is a linear progression it's like you start in the lower left quadrant and you go to the upper right quadrant and it's a nice straight line life doesn't work that way life is messy and it's up and down and upside down and all those other things so the analogy that i've heard and i don't, can't remember if i share this with you or not growth to me progress is imagine a bicycle tire and you pick one spot on the tire put a little white dot there and that's you uh, okay. and as the as the bicycle tire goes forward at first, you're going forward, and then you're going down, and it feels like you're going to crash into the ground, and you go through the dirt and the rocks, and you're bouncing around, and then you feel like you're going backwards, right, because the tire, you get to the other side, you're going backwards, and you're going up again, and but guess what? You're still making progress. Yes. The tire's, tire's moving forward, and you've gone every possible direction, forward, down, dirty, up, it, and all of that still turns out your progress, because with one rotation of the tire, you're further along the path. So really, the question isn't Am I going in a straight line up on a linear progression? But am I am I making the next right step, as you said, towards my preferred destination? Am I being consciously aware of that and being a good steward of all of the resources that I've been entrusted, whether it's a lot or a little? And am I making more of what I've got or am I hoarding it instead of investing it? Am I keeping it for me instead of giving it away? You know, that's fantastic. And I think that your, your point is well, well made. Because, uh, you know, I, I, we do have to look at ourselves as stewards. We have to look at ourselves as stewards of information. We have to yep. look at ourselves as stewards if we've been gifted to be able to communicate in a certain way. Or if we can go to a seminar for 10,000 people, that's, right. that's probably a gift, you know. And, yep. and, and you can use that for good or you can use it for bad. That's you exactly have, right. You have to do things, uh, you know, in, in, a, in a win-win way. So if, if your whole goal in life, guys, and I'll tell you this right now, and I'm sure Joe will agree, if, you, if your whole goal is to go have a certain dollar amount in your checking account, um, just, if you, just simply hang out with us and we'll show you how to do it. It's not that big of a deal. It's very simple. Okay. However, if you're truly wanting to give back, 
you want to be able to create something. You want to, you want us to be able to push you to the top. You can, you can obviously listen to Joe. He does this for a living. He communicates with people. He talks to people. He's not new at the communication game. Okay. And that is the magic of what we do. And why do we come on clubhouse? Because we come to our clubhouse. I don't go, I try to stay away from that. It gets kind of tanked, but why do we, why do we come on wisdom? Why do we come here? Because we're here to assist and uh, help our, our friends grow. And this is the only vetted community that I know of where I have actual real friends on and offline. By the way, Joe, I sent you a, uh, uh, I sent you a message today on uh, Fantastic. on LinkedIn. So if I can, if yep. you can get, get, get to that, but yep. but tell me something. Give give me some 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 advice that you tell me some advice that you would give to somebody who's really having a tough time now. They're just coming out of COVID. Maybe they lost their job. Right. Uh, maybe maybe they just have a new job, or maybe they're one of these kids that you know have a three hundred thousand dollar job at Microsoft and uh, they quit. I mean, well, yep. what's what's going on with that, my friend? Okay, so. That's a beautiful question, and I don't take it as a coincidence or serendipity. This is synchronicity because I just posted this on my Instagram a couple days ago. This thought popped into my head, and I, I created a meme for it, and it's this, Robert, and I think you'll dig this. I'd love to hear your take on it. It's okay. that uh, a dead end uh, – no, what is it? Okay. A, a Okay. I'm going to make sure I get this right because if I say it wrong, it's going to lose its impact. Let me look it up. <laughs> That's okay. Well, I lost my own meme. Here we go. We're going to find it. Though. I'm sure there's people out there listening going, Joe, I know what it was. I saw it. Yeah. Or what's funny, you know, Joe, people ask me all the time, like, where is this on your website? I have to Google like 90% of the stuff of my, of my life to even find out what it is. <laughs> I don't even know, you know. <laughs> yeah. I like, uh, so, okay. Yeah. So here's what I put. Oh, here, uh, yeah. Not, I'm glad, so glad I waited. Okay. So this is, this is what came to me, Robert, and I made a, a graphic for it. Failure. Yep. Failure is not a dead end. It's just a necessary detour. And I put a big road closed sign and a detour mark. And and here's the thought that was going through my head was oftentimes we interpret failure as that's it. I'm done. I'm toast. Life is over. Uh, I don't amount to anything. It suddenly becomes about my worth and about my value and about my capabilities. When oftentimes in hindsight, you and I could look back and say, when I failed, that's when I learned the most because I had to course correct. I was forced out of my comfort zone, and I realized that it wasn't a dead end. It was a detour, and I can still get to my preferred destination, but I'm just going to take a different path than I thought I was. And actually, yeah. that path's going to be more rewarding. I'm going to grow more. I'm going to touch more people. It's actually going to be the path I would have chosen had I known it was there, but I didn't know until I hit the failure, which wasn't a dead end. Again, it was a detour, and the detour turned out to be beautiful. Do me a favor and say that exactly. Say that one more time. Exactly uh, your statement. Okay. I don't know if I can, but I'll give it a try. So okay. it's it's so easy and the tendency, I think, is human nature to interpret failure as a dead end. Yes. And we interpret that as I'm worthless. I can't do it. I should quit. I'm in the wrong whatever. When quite honestly, it may just be a sign that you need to go a different direction to get where you want to go. And you can interpret this in almost every arena of life. And it's really, it's not a matter of changing your circumstances. It's a matter of changing your perspective. And if your perception is, your perspective is, when I hit failure, I'm going to take that as a sign that I was just going the wrong direction. And maybe my destination is still the same, but I'm taking a different path to get there. And actually embrace the concept, the possibility that the detour will be far more rewarding and enriching and turn out to be the path that you wish you'd been on all along. You just didn't even know it. That my friends is power because 
there's a lot of you in this room, and I know it just because of my gut, that are here because you believe in what we say, but you're here because you have questions about, am I doing the right thing? How do I live up to the expectations of other people? How do I compare to somebody else? By the way, expectations and comparisons are two things that destroy and kill relationships. Let's keep that That's in right. mind. That's right. So, so let's let's understand that, that as as Joe said, whenever you get to a point where you feel like you failed, you're not failing at anything. You haven't. You're not. You're not stopped. Okay, now some of you might say, well, geez, I failed because, you know, I, 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 I don't have, and it, failure is different to everybody, right? I mean, it can be right. variable, but uh, it can yep. be like, I don't have, I don't have seats for this year's Raiders game. And that's if I'm a failure side. Okay, that's, right. that, some people have that. But then there's yep. some people, guys, who literally are, have no place to live. They have no food. They're, they're stressing and they're really, 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 really hating it right now. And we try to help those people. But you know what? Um, Keep in mind what he said is so so powerful. You have listen to this, Robert. You have the last one. So listen to this, Robert. In 1990, I was touring the world, playing trumpet with a gospel group, and I got to play for Mother Teresa in Calcutta at her home convent. She has zero worldly possessions. She's got a vow of poverty, and she is impacting the world in profound ways. Two weeks later, I'm in Rome at the Vatican playing trumpet for Pope John Paul II. He's in a palace. He's surrounded by wealth beyond measure. Everything is beautiful and pristine. And you know what? He's making an impact in the world. And it had nothing to do with what they owned or what they were surrounded with or their environments. In the slums of Calcutta and in the palatial uh, beauty of, of the Vatican, here's two people who realize their purpose has nothing to do with their possessions. Their purpose has nothing to do with their possessions. Man, if I can just embrace that. Life can be so much better, and I can impact the world because I can give from a place of of wealth that has nothing to do with money. Wow. As always, Mojo, you are the man. Thank you so much. God bless you. Guys, if you're not following Mojo, please do so. If I tell you to follow somebody, just understand that they bring value to me. They bring value to the world. Um, we were going to cut it because we were bringing you the 1 o'clock update out of New York. Uh, we're going to cut it in three minutes. However, this is a so what I'm going to do is, uh, as you guys know, we are sponsored by Mercedes-Benz. We're going to play something for you real quickly just for our sponsors, and then I'll come right back. Stand by one second. Give us, uh, I believe, uh, 48 seconds. You're now listening to the world-famous Change Your Mind. Change Your Mind. Change Your Life. Change Your Life. Podcast. Broadcasting worldwide with your host, Robert Paisola. Ladies and gentlemen, give way for Robert Paisola. Broadcasting on 107.1 on the Man Cave Podcasting Network and beaming worldwide on the Spectavision Satellite Radio Network, live from Las Vegas. Today's episode is brought to you by Mercedes-Benz, featuring sleek, Pure elegant. Visit your local Mercedes-Benz dealer today and take advantage of exceptional deals for 2022. Bringing you the top news and guests from around the globe on finance, credit, life, or just how to fix that dent in your pocketbook from COVID-19. It's Robert Michael. All right, guys, and we are live now, and it is Friday, May 13th. Uh, 2022. It's 10:58 a.m., so it's going to be a real close to that um, to 
two o'clock market in Los Angeles or in uh, New York. Uh, we're watching the gold price. It's 1808 right now. And we're watching the market. The market's pretty stable right now. Uh, however, you guys know that we try to give you everything we can basically to change your life, to, to be able to, to, to let you know that, you know what, there is not a certain place where you have to be by a certain time. And there is no such thing as failure. I mean, all you have to do is get up and do it again. And what a great comment that, that, that Joe made when he mentioned that, you know, just because you hit the wall or because you feel like you're, you're done, boy, that's the starting point. That's where the mat sets where it gets magical. And for some reason, you guys have ended up in this room and you're able to talk to some of the greatest people in the world uh, regarding maybe some of your issues. So um, I have my absolute amazing friend, Dr. Rao, on hold. But I also have Richard. Richard, I'm going to bring you up because um, you have been waiting and I'm bringing Dr. Rao up, okay? Guys, uh, this is Richard uh, Nichols and I believe Richard's in uh, radio. So we have a lot to talk about, Richard. Uh, Richard, welcome to the show. Stand by one second. Well, hello, Richard. Well, uh, I'm all the way from South Africa, so okay. that's a different story. Okay. And I'm no financial analyst or anything like that. Okay. What I wanted to ask you one simple question is why Africa as a continent is always the one that gets hit, hit on the head financially when uh, world stock markets and markets go. Like, for example, now there's the thing in Ukraine. South Africa now, our currency against the euro, the American dollar, and the pound has gone. We, we just suddenly all of a sudden lose value. Why does that happen? Is that because investors are, are looking to see what South Africa's reaction will be to what's going on in Richard, Ukraine? Richard, I, Richard, one thing I promise my listeners and viewers around the world is that if I don't understand something or I don't know the answer, I'm not just going to pretend that I know. I will tell you that I that I believe this is my current my current belief is that it's an off scale market. In other words, it's it's a market that we're not familiar with. So when you I have a, a deal right now uh, going on in, in the Amazon, if you will, and uh, there it's a real estate deal. But I still have a hard time wrapping myself around a deal that's eight thousand miles away. Okay, um, I, I don't know why. I just do. But you know what? Financially, it meets all the metrics. Financially, it, everything everything's working. But I understand what you're talking about, where you're kind of left, you know, on the sidelines a lot of times. And you know what? That does happen. Uh, right now, the the whole world is looking at Europe. They're looking at the United States. They're looking at uh, at, at the at the entire totality of the war and, and the who's with who and everything. So you know, maybe they're not looking down there at this point right now. Um, I'm not saying they won't because you guys you guys have a financial system that's just like we do. Um, it's just a matter of getting the right people to look at it. And uh, right now, my friend, is just so difficult in all areas of finance. Let's talk about that, Richard. You have to realize the United States right now, the entire stock market is being propped up by the Federal Reserve. Okay, The market supply, the dollar supply is all being propped up. Those are things that are happening in the United States, and that's causing an exponential change throughout the world. Okay, these aren't just 
you know, small things. These are really, really, really big things. So we have to be very, very, very careful. And as we watch all this stuff, there's a lot of stuff that, you know, you'll hear from me and you'll see on our show that was never discussed on your normal television station. And your question is probably one of those, one of those questions that, that, that won't be discussed on Bloomberg today. Um, I, I, I will just simply say that I think that for the person that has the money that is the investor, whether it's the corporation uh, with the fund or the individual, it's, it's a little far off for them to have a, uh, a full understanding, in my opinion. Yeah, it's just because, um, okay, I suppose South Africa has a lot of things that people don't understand. First of all, we have a very big difference between um, the have and have-nots. Uh, the whites in this country still have the bigger share of the economy. The blacks, even though they're in the ma majority, they still battle. And I suppose probably I can answer this question myself. Investors from overseas look at South Africa. They also look at all that has come with the ANC, with the um, monies go missing here, left, right, and center because people spend i mean we have they're not shy they'll take public funds and they'll have a party well richard 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 richard, richard i think you're answering your question my friend i think you're answering the question right there i mean i didn't want to go there but you did so we'll just go we'll, we'll, we'll plow right through that topic um there's a lot of stuff that goes on over there that is not transparent and when you don't have a transparent economy and you have money that people are trying to put into it, uh, people are going to have a question. Okay. And what you just said is, is very, very true. Uh, and until I, I, until they, they raise their transparency, even with their own people, um, they're going to have a tough time convincing the, 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 the world market leaders to be able to jump in. So you, you said it, I'm just simply being blunt about it, <laughs> you know, we also have another problem. We also have another problem too, and that is a shortage during the apartheid. South Africa could have had enough power to power the whole of Africa. Now, all of a sudden, we don't have power. I can be sitting here talking to you now, and my house will just go into darkness hmm. because Eskom have decided to implement load shedding because they need to save so many mega, 10 megawatts of power. So certain areas of the country will go off. So I suppose that also probably investors say, what happens if I come to South Africa and I put a factory in place? Am I going to be, be able to produce a profit at the end of the day because now they're without electricity? Then what must I do? Must I purchase... Uh, as our firm does, I work for a local law firm, we have, the building has a generator. Right. So you're busy working on your computer and everything goes off and then everything comes, oh, we're on the generator. Right, right. And, and, and sometimes and you there, don't even know there, where There it's... again, there again. Are you an attorney by chance, uh, Richard? Are you an attorney? No, no, no. I'm an admin clerk. Okay. I work, I basically do the, 
I administrate those horrible things called photocopies and printers. Okay. Well, you know, I, I think that I think that what you said now is you're saying that there. How are you going to? This is a great concept. How are you ever going to convince a company to come and, and 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 create value for your area if you can't even promise that they're going to have power on? If I have a company there and I put a hundred million dollars into a plant and I'm hiring your people. Uh, and you're going to have a power outage on, on me, that's going to cost me so much per hour, uh, not to mention productivity dollars. So that, along with the fact that you're in that, I mean, other, all those things add up, so I think, to, to answer your question, my friend. Yeah, I suppose I'm answering the question myself because I know the, the, the problems that South Africa has. Um, I also heard you talking about people being... Uh, notified in America about being evicted from their properties. That is correct. Uh, and that is big business here. Attorneys in this country make it their business to do that for the banks. All right, let me let me they tell you basically let me, let me... They, they put a whole department in place to do that. Right. Let me let me tell you what's going on here in the United States and then I'll cut down to my to Dr. Rod if you don't mind, okay? Um, when we're, uh, when we're cool. talking about real estate portfolios, my friends, the American real estate market is being bought up and snatched, if you will, by corporate America, by BlackRock, by Anovis, by your Vanguard funds, by all these funds. We represent um, a, a, a very, very large portfolio that's buying out of following places uh, following cities number one tampa florida number two houston texas dallas texas indianapolis indiana columbus ohio and detroit michigan those are the cities that we're buying in right now when i say we're buying we have billions of dollars of other people's money to do just that so if you have property and you're it's it's single family homes we're buying them uh primarily to be able to just have them uh, be used as rentals so we're not looking for you know build and uh, hold and sell. We're not doing that. No. It's it's immediate. It's immediate expansion. And uh, if you have any, if you want to contact us, okay. about, contact us. You can you can reach us at uh, just Robert at wcibank b a n k dot com wcibank dot com, and we'll be glad to take a look at those and, and help you and show you exactly what's going on. But what you're also talking about, Richard, is this. People who are living in apartment complexes that have lived there for 12, 15 years are now getting eviction notices. People that don't have rent control are being told, I'm sorry, you must now leave. And yeah. people don't have the financial ability to, number one, even get their stuff ready to be able to move within 10 days. And they, second of all, don't have the ability to put your first, last, and deposit. We own properties all over the place. And, I mean, we just did one last night out of, out of Utah. I have properties in Utah. And the, for that person to move into that property cost them about $10,000. And the person behind them, which came up this morning, was somebody who w well, wanted to pay cash for an entire year at $4,000 a month. So you got to realize how hard this market is right now. It's very, very difficult. Go ahead, Richard. Yeah, what I was just saying that we have in our, in our legal industry a whole... Um, we even have call centers, which uh, chase people who are not uh, more specifically businesses, which have got um, loans with uh, banks and stuff 
who now are falling foul of the. But it's a, it's it's just it's a business basically. Okay, Richard, Richard, Richard. What I want you to do is write my name down, Robert Paisola, and then I want you to type in the word SoundCloud, S O U N D C L O U D. We represent those people okay. that are being destroyed by those banks. So when people are getting phone calls, there are people right now, Richard, who won't go get their mail. There are people that are terrified to go outside. There are people that don't know when that phone rings, if it's going to be the call for them to get out of their house. They're under tremendous pressure right now. Uh, mental health, mental health is huge. And I come from a yeah. debt collection background, which is, you know, you, if you read my profile and you know, go, go to robertpaisola.com, you'll be able to see um, and there's, there's been hundreds of articles written about what we've done. But you know what? When it comes down to it, um, I'm very clear about who we represent, right? At this time, we represent a portfolio. I mean, with, with billions of dollars. We have to because it's a one-time deal for us. It's not something that comes along all the time. We're not buying one property at a time. We're buying 200, 300, 400 at a time. You know, and so that's real. Whoa. So keep that in mind, my friend, that, that each company, each, everybody you deal with, everybody has their own specific challenges. And uh, boy, it's been good talking to you today, my friend. And I really appreciate it, Richard. Thank you very much for Thank your you. time. And uh, and it's interesting to, to hear a different yes. perspective. Please follow things. me and uh, I guarantee you, you always get value out of everything that you hear us say. Uh, nothing is ever said that is not transcribed. Nothing's ever said that's not recorded. I heard you mention earlier on uh, when you introduced me, I used to do community radio. And as a result of that, I have two podcasts which come out of, uh, I'm in Maritzburg in KwaZulu-Natal, but my hosting company is in Cape Town. And I write a story called The Park, an African Story and Short Stories and Poems, which is on Spotify. All right. So, and that content came from my time as a producer on a community radio station. Excellent. So now our, our team knows how to get a hold of you. Those that want to get a hold of uh, Richard, feel free to. And uh, Richard, welcome, welcome to the platform. Uh, you'll notice that uh, this, this is, this is an absolutely much. amazing team. God bless you, my friend. Thank so, you. Uh, right now we're, let's see, 11 to 12, 12 to 1. It's 2, 12 p.m. Uh, in New York right now. And it looks like everything is hanging in there. Um, let's take a look at the S&P 500. Uh, we're now up 88 points, so it's still about the same. Uh, the Russell Index, the Russell 2000, is still uh, up 57. So, guys, I, these are things you really can't describe or discuss or figure out why other than the fact that the market is what it's doing what it's doing what is doing what it's doing um up a thousand points one day down a thousand points the next day up a thousand points i mean that's that's not exactly right but you get the idea all right i'm gonna bring up my excellent friend hey jason give me a second and i'm bringing up my dear friend dr rao who always has amazing amazing Special. data to bring to our team uh, dr rao is somebody who i know personally and uh who i think is absolutely full of the ability to uh, assist you and bring you to your next level wherever you are. Good afternoon, sir. How are you? Hi, Bob. How are you? I'm doing fantastic today. Wow. I, the, just watching. I was on a call, you know. I couldn't break that up, you know. But I'll talk later. Uh, if you have time, call me. I'm free from uh, another hour, okay? Uh, I want okay. to talk about uh, something very significant, uh, which uh, our friend uh, Mojo touched on. 
you know that's about uh, you know uh, the nun uh, mother teresa and the pope uh, what they were uh, really servicing and all that right but i'm talking about what they internally feel is more important than their external things you know <clears throat> this was very important because in the ancient wisdom i invested on most of the people were like that because mm. they had uh, opened for that they called that uh, liberation or moksha in sanskrit or nirvana in buddhism so many names right but yeah. basically they're talking about something in all of us including you and me and everybody but we are not touching that that's why we go for the external things and think there is the our power or our uh, desire everything is in there you know so they had a system um dharmartha kama moksha in sanskrit what do they mean is there is a universal law in the world that you you have to follow you what to go for the money that's one thing and you want to desire so completely fulfilled that's another thing but the caveat is they have to be done according to the university law and also they are limited even if you achieve lots of riches outside they are limited in fulfillment and also the desires are limited i think we know that intuitively too you know and the last one the liberation that is something that you can touch upon and then go about working for the money or you know just uh, uh, not hoarding it but sharing it and also desires uh, also have a meaning that way so they yeah. are looking for something inward that is there and that can be uh, really so i was fascinated by this when i went into investigation into that <clears throat> like as a scientific doctor i went in there and then i kind of uh, dug up the you know a lot of things uh, from the ancient uh, scriptures and all that right not one particular religion any any religion also uh, then what it is revealed is be from the center that is contented and happy and peace by itself it's not going to be peaceful it is peace itself happiness itself contentment itself once you are lodged in that then anything else is really uh, do not matter and then they came out and worked for the welfare of society they is called that in sanskrit like a atma mokshardham jagat hitacha that means you go and find your inward forever fulfilling center and then go about working for the world in satvik yes yes very important because it's not that is i have also been a member of american association of individual investors way back in 1980 i81 and i came in right and then they gave a uh, lifetime uh, membership for 365 or something which i took it ever since they have been sending material to learn about the market economy and what's the role of this uh, i think there is a noble purpose when they wanted to do that so that all the people will be helped to manage their money and also pay for the essentials and also everybody who a lot of good things have there but then the same forces are there too right the greed and accumulating hoarding and also really exploiting elements of their human nature too and then you got to be wise about what is that you want ultimately is that external riches only or internal 
fulfillment and satisfaction and contentment. See, that's where I shifted my gear towards that. And then, however much uh, suffering comes your way, you can take it. And there's another extra bonus though. Ananda Prapti. That means extreme bliss is possible when you touch that. Yes. Center within. Yes, it is, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I wanted to present here so that um, uh, you and everybody else uh, will um, really see uh, what that is and trace and then touch that. And thereby, it doesn't mean that what you have learned about uh, all the monies and all the money system. You know, I also know uh, uh, stock markets, uh, literacy and all the words they talk about because I put my effort into learning all that, you know. But there is a place and uh, they don't interest me that much to accumulate as much as if I have the money, I will uh, uh, distribute. That That's better, you know. But going beyond this also requires some uh, uh, really understanding, not as much as the work, but is understanding and really studying ourselves on, in the relationship or life. We, ah. first, we can see the boiler makers they used to call in 1990. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, and then we saw those people who are really, uh, I think the recent movie was Titanic Hero, what was that, uh, DiCaprio. His movie was there, uh, Wall Street, Wild uh, Dogs or something. Yes. And he was uh, showing what the people um, have accumulated, but then how they ended up. And then all the, uh, even that guy, uh, Boski. Uh, yeah, 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 we have we have we have plenty of plenty of representatives of people who have yeah. gone out and just, so I know you know, you know yeah, Bernie May Bernie Madoff. Yeah, uh, the, the, the movie yeah. Wall Street, the Millionaire Big yeah. Billionaire Boys Club. I mean, it's crazy, guys. Yeah, yeah. You know, See, that is the universal law. See, when you do something like that, it the universal law will get you ultimately, and that is the respect people had. For example, uh, Mother Teresa and the Pope. He talked about you know. If you look at that, uh, what they are doing is a service, what they are is a peaceful internally. And those are the qualities that we want to emulate, not just the position or not just uh, belonging to it, but understanding those wise uh, um, patterns of life and uh, inter internally mainly. And then you also participate in that uh, or you allow that to come into you. Uh, you are already... Um, set up with a lot of wealth already there. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, as always, you bring tremendous value and the way you, the way you look at things is, is, is different, obviously. And you know that. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what makes you so special doctor, because I think you're, you know, you're not just coming at it from a purely medical uh, PhD specific. You're looking at the, a lot of the fundamentals of the, of the mind and, and how our minds handle all of this data. We've talked about that many times, and you know, I think I'm going to do a show again. We'll have that discussion, um, and uh, I, th I think that that you're you're somebody that corporate America needs right now, because as we try to get back on this horse called life, this yeah. this business, we we need some direction because right now, you know, I think our country actually has a lot of issues with regard to. Uh, we don't have a lot of direction. And uh, I think that from what I've seen of what you've done, it's just absolutely fantastic. So God you know, bless my friend. Something yeah. very, very uh, nurturing for me is that Paramananda Prapti, I said, Parama means absolute. Ananda yeah. means bliss. 
absolute bliss is possible in every human life. Only thing is, we have this uh, mind evolved such a way it blocks that. So you got to understand the mind and go beyond the mind with insight and then you will have touch that. Even if you touch for a few seconds, it's very fulfilling throughout the day. So I am very blissful because I'm always in that. You know, I'm probably very fortunate, probably. But understanding that and really staying there requires to understand our world and then really take the good in it and the bad keep it out consciously. You know what does mean? It means there should be a revolution in our consciousness inside. That's the need of the hour. Everybody can do that. But then um, they are all stuck with whatever they have uh, been brought up or, you know, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. That's why when you do the existence from the ancients to now, human experience has this. It's only we have to touch that. That's my modern physician job is to show them, hey, there is a way to be very peaceful, contented, happy. Ah, yes, yes. He's peaceful, <laughs> peaceful in, in this world. In this in this world, it, it does. Yeah, physically it, it healthy, you have to be physically healthy, and then mentally really clear and psychologically independent, and then you could touch this. Wow. What do I say? Uh, I, uh, I I learn every time I talk to you, and our listeners do too. That's why we're here, and 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 we made a promise to everybody that we're going to provide valuable content and you add certainly to that content, my friend. Um, I will be calling you in just a little bit. And I certainly, certainly, certainly appreciate that, sir. Thank you guys. Uh, this is Robert Paisola and I am the CEO and president of Western Capital International. We're based in Las Vegas, Los Angeles, Miami, and New York. And, um, what we're trying to do today is we're analyzing the market. Although, kind of it's up a little bit uh but the same thing the reason i said earlier in the, in the message is elon tanking twitter uh this morning i woke up and i found out that that there was a an issue with the tender offer that he made uh so to those of you that are still here um i interviewed robert kiyosaki um on uh back in october and i want to play a little clip from that t- uh that, that uh that for you and you can take it for what it's worth but to me, I put it in a clip form because this is very, very valuable information. And from my standpoint, uh, looking at it from October, and I, I adjusted things after I actually, actually excuse me, after I uh, actually, actually, after I heard this from him. We August 15th, 1971 was when Nixon took the dollar off the gold standard. And that's why our economy is in this very precarious position today. And we have never been here in the history of the world i mean we printed more all right guys this is a live conversation with robert kiyosaki and myself october 25th 2021 at eight o'clock in the morning this is what this man had to say now take a look at where we're at today uh, by the way mortgage rates rise to 5.3 percent that's live versus 5.3 this is your base point august 15th 1971 was when Nixon took the dollar off the gold standard. And that's why our economy is in this very precarious position today. And we have never been here in the history of the world. I mean, we printed more money in 10 years than we have in the last 10,000 years. You know, this is crazy. So what happened on August 15, 1971, the 50th anniversary is coming up, is what kind of inspired me to question things. As I was saying to you in a 
first talked to you, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed with your generation because you guys are far more aware of what's going on, at least financially, macro, economically, than any other generation in history. But my generation, the boomer generation, we were clueless. You know, so when 70, August, August 15, 1971 came, when people don't realize it was right after that agreement of the Bretton Woods Agreement 1944. We promised the world with the dollar would be backed by gold. Going back in times in 1933, it was FDR, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, who were by loves. The guy was a hardcore Marxist. He, t he made owning gold illegal. Mm. And so, 44, so 1933, 1944, you got to study history, Bretton Woods, 781, Nixon screws the world. But this is the thing that happened, Jay, that really screwed my generation of boomers. The 401k was born in 1974. So today you have my generation of boomers. They're hanging on. Okay, so now remember what he just said. The dollar valuation was taken off the gold standard. And then the invention of the 401k, which, of course, is still the benchmark to a lot of people's financial success. Let's continue on. And again, this is from October 25th, 2021. I have to state this is copyright 2022 Western Capital Media. Please do not copy this. August 15th, Oops. 1971 was when Nixon took the dollar off the gold standard. Well, anyway, it comes back to the point where he's, he's discussing the fact that, that because the market has been changed so much, because the market has been in such chaos, because it is being held up, that it's going to go into its own traumatic descent. Um, and so I'm just going to leave that with you. Um, I'm not going to give you any advice. I'm just going to tell you that these are the things that are happening, my friends. Um, this this was supposed to end at um, 1 o'clock or uh, 2 o'clock New York time which would be 2.30, 2 almost in New York right now. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to close this out because I want you to really, really, really understand who we are, what we do, guys. And, and, and thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all you do, for, for the support that you give us in all of our environments. Uh, everything we do is, is made to bring your life to betterment, to bring you the happiness that you desire. And you know what? Sometimes it's not easy, but we're here. And um, as the CEO and president of Western Capital, I can tell you that we are making a difference. I can tell you that people are noticing who we are and they are asking us to assist them in their businesses and in their personal life and in their uh, financial life with their businesses. Um, keep that in mind, guys, because that's what we do. Uh, this is Robert Paisal. You can go to robertpaisal.com and all of my social media, at least I think most of it anyway, should be connected. So you can feel free to follow me and we're going to definitely, definitely um, the, we, we definitely will reach out to you. Um, as always, um, this, uh, we'll go into syndication. So any and all information uh, obtained from this video is the intellectual property of Western Capital International, uh, all rights reserved and should not be used without the express written consent of Western Capital. Uh, we appreciate your time guys. Uh, as I said before, we are sponsored by Mercedes Benz. And, uh, if you're wondering how that works, just kind of go through our, uh, talks go down to uh go through a couple of them in the past yesterday we had one where i was on television yesterday and then the one before that was uh, i don't remember but there's one we talk about specifically about branding and marketing and you'll learn the serious value of being marketed and
You've been listening to the world famous Change Your Mind, Change Your Mind, Change Your Life podcast. We hope we've helped you get on the road to do both. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on Facebook, Clubhouse, Twitter, Spotify, Apple Podcasting, Google Podcasting, and Instagram at Rob underscore Pisola. Reach out to us by phone at 1-800-373-8913 and send your questions or comments to VIP at westerncapitalmedia.com. Until next time, this has been the world-famous Change Your Mind, Change Your Life podcast.